Get ready to drop the puck, take a free throw, and step up to the plate. It's time for the Metro East Sports Podcast on lineupmedia.fm. From the Lineup Media Studios in beautiful downtown Edwardsville, welcome to the Metro East Sports Podcast, season number three, show number 27. Recorded Monday, what's the date today? The 5th, September 5th. It's flying by, Michael. That's right, it's going going back too fast. September 5th, 2022, Labor Day. Thanks to partners Cassens, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, and Ram, Callaway Home Loans, Keller Williams, Marquis, Jeb and Ginger, Blasting Game, Integrity Spine and Joint Center, Front Office Fiduciary Network, Oak Brook Golf Club, and Rosenthal License and Title Services. We're talking all things sports in the Metro East. I'm David Leip. I said David this time. I've said Dave. That's all, right. I thought about it today. Somebody called me David. My mom called me Dave, and I thought, you know what? Maybe I should be saying David. What do you think? Hey, I like it, man. I'm, I'm, I'm Michael's one of those same type of names, you know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, I've always gone by Michael. Mike, it doesn't matter to me. Um, but I tell people all the time, like, it's, it's Michael. You know, you don't it's say Michael. Mike Jordan. You don't no. say Mike Tyson. It's, it's Michael. It's Michael. We're Michael. talking to uh, Michael Harrison <laughs> Jr. here uh, of uh, the Belleville East Lancer <laughs> football team. Anyway, show tonight features, just gave it away, Michael Harrison Jr. from Belleville East High School, head football coach, followed by Coach Chad Rockers of Modern Day Volleyball, and he's bringing a couple of his stars with him, Liv Lampy and Elise Strader. I think it's Lampy, L-A-M-P-E. It could be Lamp. We'll, we're going to find out. Just go with it. Uh, before we start, three things you can do to help. Number one, subscribe to this podcast. It's free and you love it. We're featuring all these kids and coaches in the Metro East. And if you love the Metro East and you love sports, this is the podcast for you. And number two, follow us in all of our social media platforms, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. And if you have a story or guest idea, please email me at mespdave at gmail.com. And don't forget, you can nominate your favorite team for Integrity Spine and Joint Center Metro East Team of the Month. Could be a park and rec team, could be a middle school team, a high school team, you name it. To nominate a team for Team of the Month, send your suggestion to mespdave at gmail.com. Please put Team of the Month in the subject line. And, by the way, last Team of the Month, or last month, was... Belleville East girls that's right. volleyball. Yep, that's right. Coach Hanger. Coach yeah. Hanger was in here. That's right. I heard it. I listened. Did you? Yeah, I did. Little Lancer pride there. That's right. All right. Welcome to the show, Coach. Appreciate having me back, man. You guys do a you do a great job here. So I appreciate it. Thanks. We're having fun. Yeah. Year number three. I think we've gotten better at it. We could yeah. have gotten worse. <laughs> I guess we could have. You could have, but uh, no, no. It's 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 better, man. Like I said, I've been following there. You had me on a little while back, so. Uh, I appreciate it, and, and it's always fun to come up. Thanks. Yeah. yeah, we love having you here. And this is year number four for you as the head football coach there at Belleville East. Yeah, that's right. Going into year four, um, again, you, you mentioned it before, but it's amazing how quickly it flies, man. I, it, it seems like I just got there. Um, you know, and, and in a matter – obviously, we all went through that COVID deal, but that throws it off too. But, man, it, just, it seems like yesterday we just started, and, and now we look up in uh, week two. Uh, week three now of uh, of season number four, and you're one and one, one and one. So off to a to a better start. Uh, obviously, wish we'd have came out on top uh, Friday night, but uh, in a good position. You know, we kind of break down the season in 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 the thirds. Uh, I talked to the guys about, hey, we we want to be two two and three out of 
or two, win two out of every three. You know, if we do that, we put ourselves in a good situation. And so uh, we're in that situation right now. We control our own destiny still and uh, hopefully piece together a good game plan for this week and, and, and come out with a W. Let's talk about week one. Yeah. Good eight-point win over the Hawks and they're a program on the rise. Oh, man. Oh, man. Coach Colton's got it rolling over there, you know. And uh, they, they beat us last year. And, and to be perfectly honest, I think this year's team is better than their team they had last year. Uh, you know, that quarterback they have over there, Bagwell, I believe is his last name, is a stud. Jerry uh, Richardson. Richardson. Oh, my gosh, man. I mean, literally the every time that kid the touches the ball, yeah. you know, you worry about it being points on the board. Um, you know, and, and they got a host of other kids. You know, they're, they're uh, free safety number one. Again, I, I forget his name, but freak, he's a heck of a ball player as well. They put him in the backfield a little bit too, and so – uh, you know, Collinsville is going to be, a, a, like you said, a program on the rise, a team to watch again this year. Uh, there's no doubt I see them being in the playoffs. So it was good to be able to uh, to to fight those guys hard for four quarters. It was a good fo- football game and uh, obviously uh, great to come out on top of that one. And then you have a tough loss, like you said, a close loss, an eight-point loss. Yeah, I think it was I think it was 30 to 22 or 33, 22, something like that. Uh, to Pekin, which again, perennial playoff team, right? Great ball club. Uh, you know, they got an all state uh, uh, running back, free safety, Kanye Tyler, I believe is his name. Um, you know, and then they got another kid that runs the ball well, number eight. Um, and so it was, it was, it was a tough game. You know, they, we uh, started the game off, they ran, the Tyler kid runs the opening kickoff back, you know, and so. Uh, I told my kids, I said, hey, we're, there was going to be adversity. We didn't know it was going to be on the first kickoff, right? Like, <laughs> <laughs> you never get expect to get punched in the nose on the first play. But, uh, you know, it, it was nice to see our kids battle through some adversity, continue to fight. Uh, we block a punt. We had blocked two punts. And, uh, you know, we're able to, you know, make it a ball game there. Uh, unfortunately, like I said, it didn't turn out the way we wanted to. But, um, again, it, it was a nice measuring stick for us to see just how far we've come, um, to see, you know, how we add up or where we match up at with a team that makes the playoffs every year. Good win against Collinsville, 11-point loss to Pekin, not mm-hmm. eight. I was able to look it up. Yep. And uh, how would you describe this team this year? I think our, I think we got a team that's on the cusp, right? We're, we're a program. Uh, we haven't had that, that playoff trip in a little while. Um, I think the guys are are old enough to remember when we were w- really good, uh, but they haven't seen it, you know, and they haven't been through it. And so we're hungry. They got a taste for it, and we're still learning what it takes to win uh, and compete with playoff programs week in and week out, right? Uh, you know, and football is really easy to get up for the one game, you know, and, and, and I tell my guys, it's like, it's not about who we're playing. Um, it's about us and what we do week in and week out. And so uh, we're learning that, learning how to do that. But uh, I think we got a hungry program, a group of kids that, that really want to win and really want to be great. So, And you're on your way to Chicago this Friday night at Matea Valley. At Matea Valley. I've been there. Back up there. We play tennis there every spring. So I've, yep. I've seen the school. It's a new school. Yeah, fairly new. Fairly new. You know, whatever, a decade old or something like that. Um, you know, we've played them now for a couple of years. Uh, they came down to us, I think, the first year. We went up there last year, and uh, we'll be going up there again this year. So, uh, again, it's a, it's, a, it's a program that I think very similar to East. They are still trying to figure it out a little bit. Um, but in terms of 
us being able to compete, it, it, it's a game I feel like we should be able to compete in, and hopefully uh, if we take care of our business, we'll come out on the right side. Now, I know you love all 11 players on both sides of the ball, but Chris Mueller was one oh, yeah. of your leaders last oh, yeah. year, and yep. he's gone. He's up at Wesleyan. Uh, just talked to him a couple of weeks ago. As a matter of fact, I saw him at home here today. Uh, he didn't see me. I, I saw him in Schnooks. <laughs> but uh, he's up at Wesleyan. He's doing really well. Um, and he's gone now. So we got some other guys in that are that are trying to fill his role and fill his shoes a little bit. Um, you know, like you said, I like I like all of them. They're all my they're all my babies. Um, but we got some we got a great group of of leaders, great group of captains this year. Uh, a couple of seniors in OJ Mosley um, and Anthony Cunningham both play defensive end for us. Uh, two of our senior captains. Um, the other captains are are uh, Kennedy, or excuse me, Kennedy Geddes, uh, our quarterback Darren Melinder, um, and I'm forgetting linebacker Jay Howard. Yeah, Jaden Howard. So uh, a great group of kids. Uh, again, kids that are just fun to be around, you know. And uh, I, I think the thing that makes me the most excited is they just want to keep getting better. So. That's awesome. Okay, I want to talk to you about your new job here Okay. in a second. But first, I want to talk about Keller Williams Marquee. If you're looking to buy or sell a home in the Metro East on the Illinois or the Missouri side, please give our partners at Keller Williams Marquee, Jeb and Ginger Blasting Game, the chance to serve you. They've got offices in Waterloo, O'Fallon, and Edwardsville with more than 130 agents. The Blasting Games are a family-owned business that has helped over 5,000 families find just the right home. The Lipes are one of those families. Jeb and Ginger sold our house quickly because they're experts at staging and pricing. And they helped us find the perfect home and they can do the same for you. No wonder they're ranked in the top 10 real estate teams in North America. Give Jeb and Ginger Blasting Game a call at 618-578-9276 or check them out online at BlastingGameGroup.com. You will not be disappointed. And when you buy that new house, you got to take out another mortgage, a new mortgage. Call Andy Calloway of Calloway Home Loans because he saves my family hundreds every single month. How? He refinanced. And you can refinance with him too. They do, they do conventional FHA and VA loans and ask for the MESP special. If you refinance with Andy, he'll donate $100 to the Metro East High School, Junior High, you name it. He'll, he'll give 100 bucks to the team of your choice. He'll give $100 to Belleville East football. <laughs> That's right. Get you out want there, that, Coach? Get out there and refinance, guys. Come on. Give Andy a call today at 618-830-3332. Save money and support your favorite team in the Metro East. All right, so you got a new job at East. Yeah, a little different responsibility. Um, it's, it's funny. It's changed pretty much every year uh, since I've been there, which is it's fine. That's great. Uh, but it's one that I'm excited about um, as dean of students. So, so what do you do? Dean make sure, make sure all dean those, of students. <laughs> make sure all those kids are doing what they're supposed to do. Yeah, are you in charge of discipline that, or planning the a, fun activities? A little bit of everything, right? Um, and so I've, it, as a teacher, I also taught AVID, which is a college readiness program, Okay. college prep and readiness program. And so as a dean of students, I get to coordinate the entire AVID program for the school. Um, I work in conjunction with our district office, our average site team. Um, so that is really fun and exciting because I still get to be hands-on with those avid students who I really started with them as freshmen and get to walk, you know, really all the way through high school with those students. So I work directly with them in the avid program. Uh, and then on top of that, I kind of fill in with some disciplinary stuff as well. So uh, the thing that I really like about it is I get to, I tell people this all the time, 
I get to be the football coach with all the students instead of just the football players, right? Wow. And so a lot of the same conversations that I have with the football kids, I mean, I'm talking to the rest of the students about the same thing. They just never got that role or they never got those conversations when I was teaching in the classroom every day. So um, it's something that I really enjoy. I'm, I'm excited about it. It's, uh, it started off the school year pretty good. So uh, hopefully it stays that way. Different than being a teacher, though. Oh, it's definitely different. Yeah, it's definitely different. Um, you, at least teaching, you kind of had that day. You kind of had a plan for the day. You knew what was coming. Hey, first, second hour, I had world geography. I knew it was rolling, you know. Now, you go, you kind of take what comes in the office, you know. And, and just Friday, game day, I'm kind of thinking about the game, and I had a student walk in my office and kind of broke down, uh, had some stuff going on. And so we really just kind of sat there for an hour and talked about what he was going through. Uh, we're able to get them down to our counseling department and that kind of stuff. And so those unique conversations that you maybe don't have as a teacher, or maybe you get it as a teacher for a second, but then you have to refer it to somebody else. Now as the dean of students, I get to really sit down and connect with that student uh, and really help that student get really whatever help he or she needs. So it's something that I definitely enjoy. Um, again, I've only been doing it now for, I guess, a couple of weeks yep. that the school's been in. But uh it's something that I'm looking forward to still. Is that a 10-month contract for you now? No, yeah. yeah it's a so little you're different. Working, you're working more yeah, hours. Yeah, it's a little different. I'll be, be in the office in the summer and, and, and help with some more supervision and that kind of thing. Uh, but, again, it's I, part of the job. My, my wife will laugh, uh, or maybe she won't, but <laughs> I was going to the basketball game anyway, so I might as well right. you know, might as well be up there anyway. So I think one of the things people may not realize about Belleville East, it's an open-air campus. Yeah, it's a little different. And I think <laughs> it's a little different. I just told the kids from Granite City who I had on the podcast last week that I always yeah. liked walking from the building to the cafeteria at uh -huh. Granite City. It was like a little chance to get yep. outside. And even when it's cold, you know, it's still uh, I still enjoyed it. But at East, you know, you guys are out there. Well, I, tell, I, I tell people it is a college campus. It's like being on a college campus. Pretty I mean, cool. It's unique. Our students, I don't know if they appreciate how unique and different it is. Uh, you know, and obviously there are like there's certain challenges that come with it. You know, on a rainy day, you better have a freaking umbrella because you're going outside and getting right. the rain. So, um, but it's also unique because when it's nice out, I mean, you'll see students all over campus. You right, know? and that's nice. Yeah, be, it's very California like. Yeah, yeah, it's a little different. You'll see that in uh, Southern Illinois too often. Okay, so let's talk about uh, Michael Harrison Jr., the father. Yeah. Three, father of three, you got a brand new baby girl? Yeah, father of three girls. Um, I got a, a six-year-old, a three-year-old, and uh, my youngest is four months now, three months, four months. Three so. girls under the age of six. Three girls under the age of six. So uh, I'm learning all of the all of the Barbies, and uh, we do Muppet Babies, and and uh, we do Paw Patrol. So we, but but Daddy knows all of the all of the Paw Patrol. You getting up in the middle of the night? Losing some sleep, and then you have to go Probably to work not it. as much as I should. Right. Right. My wife is a is an angel. Uh, Lindsay takes care of Layla, the, the, the baby, and then uh, takes care of Juliana, the, the newborn. Um, I occasionally have to – I find myself asleep in their bed or something, you know, something like that. Uh, but I honestly fall asleep on the couch way too much, and, and uh, you know, my wife takes care of most of it. Hmm. So. Well, maybe – your daughters will have tackle football. Oh yeah! By the time uh, hey, by the uh, time they're in high school, who they, knows? My, my six-year-old uh, this summer again. She was in the she was in kindergarten last year, first grade this year. This summer, six, my my, my six-year-old was out at practice every day, blowing the whistle and 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 
and uh, you know helping daddy coach a little bit. So yeah, maybe by the time she gets to high school, there's there's girls football, or maybe they're just playing hey tackle football with the boys. I don't know, but uh, it's something that uh, I will definitely be personally interested in. You know, with three girls at home. What kind of sports dad are you going to be? Because they're um, just now getting into it. A six-year-old is just now going to start. Who you know, so we, we are we're dancers right now, dancers uh, and gymnasts. We, we, we do dance and gymnastics. The six-year-old just started a little bit of softball. Uh, you know, and I, I'd like to think that I'm going to be a supportive dad, whatever they decide that they're going to be interested in. Uh, I'm going to push them to be the best that they can in it. You know, I come from a family that is uh, – uh, very interested in sports, right? Like whatever sport you play, like we're gonna do it. Uh, my sister was a Division One softball player at Illinois State. My brother played at University of Illinois football, and so. Um, and you played football. And then McKendry. I played football in McKendry and football and baseball, right? And so, whatever uh, my daughters decide to do, um, we're gonna try to be the best that we can. I sure hope that it's softball, you know, basketball, something that I can help with. I don't know much about gymnastics, but I'll learn, right? We'll learn. If it's soccer, I'll learn. I'll learn. But uh, I'm, I'm, I'm sure hoping that it's one of those. Which one is into softball already, the six-year-old? The six-year-old. Yeah, six-year-old is, is, uh, is starting to get into softball. Again, I think I'm probably a little bit more interested in it than she is, but she'll at least put the glove on, throw it around. We took her over to, to the Belleville East softball camp, and uh, she got to play with her friends, and so – uh, at least for her, she she likes being around the friends a little bit more than she actually likes softball. But uh, but I'm sure that'll come around. That's a kid. Yeah, that's a kid. That's where tennis was always missing out. Tennis and golf were always yeah. missing out because you go out there by yourself. Yep. yep. So of course she wants to go out there with her friends. Yeah. And I guarantee you, Rita Menke's already got a card oh, yeah. on her. She's already she's already oh, scouting uh, her. And she's got her you figuring know, out where hey, she's we, gonna we, be. Uh, you're in the you're in the Rita, we, Rita Menke pipeline. We, we've already scoped out the new. Belleville East locker room. The boob, you know, Amaya's already picked out which locker she's gonna have, and uh, no, she's definitely excited. Obviously, uh, you know, I can't wait to get her up there and get her rolling, and and uh, you know, I'm hoping that one day she'll be a Lancer softball player. Here's my advice: let her play some golf. Hey, listen, that's the sport that's so on the man. There's Dad is an avid golfer. I I love. I mean, any chance I get, I'm out there swinging the sticks. Um, Mom isn't as sold on golf as dad is so uh again i keep trying to hint at it you know keep rolling the golf club i stick a golf club in her hand keep rolling the golf ball out there and uh again man which, whichever one she chooses you know i'll fully support but man i sure hope it's one that i like if you golf she'll golf if you'll go golfing with her she'll golf yeah that's the plan that's right. the plan and when you golf locally make sure you go to oak brook golf club located northeast of edwardsville oak brook golf club is a family-owned 27 hole public golf facility their goal is to offer the highest quality golf experience for a reasonable fee oak brook is consistently recognized for awards such as friendliest staff best course to host a fundraiser and best senior scramble in the bi-state area from fundraisers to leagues to instruction to an afternoon out on the links by yourself the brook wants to win your business I've personally played and hosted multiple golf scrambles there, and I can attest Mike Surrey and his staff are the best. To book your tee time or to start organizing your next fundraising scramble, give them a call at 656-5600 or check them out online at oakbrookgc.com. I bet you are a good golfer. Uh, I'm okay. <laughs> Although, you were, you were a good okay. baseball player. You got that eye-hand coordination. Yeah, a little bit. A little All bit. right. 
Let's talk about the Lancers this year again yeah. on the gridiron. What can we expect to see out of your team? It can't, it's not a secret because we can look yeah, it up no, on no, video. No, no, no. I mean, I mean and at this point, man, I, I, I tell people that we're not changing what we're doing, right? We're not coming out in them gimmicky, brand-new offense or defense. Uh, at the end of the day, football is still football, and the team that blocks better and the team that tackles better is the team that's going to win, right? And so um, what I hope you see when you watch us play is I think you see a group of disciplined young men uh, that really love the game, right? Now, what does that mean on the football field? You see kids that are trying hard, trying their best, giving their best effort, not quitting, um, you know, and, and doing everything they can the right way. You know, at the end of the day, if you do the things that you're supposed to do off the field, you have the, the great attitude, you got a good culture, the winning and the losing, that part of it takes care of itself. You're, on, you're doing things the right way, you're going to win more than you lose. And, uh, you know, that's what I talk to the kids about, you know, in terms of the scheme and, and the things that we run. Uh, we're spread offense. Um, so you're throwing we, it around a lot. Uh, we're honestly we're about fifty fifty. You know we 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 line up in spread formations, but we'll still run the ball. We got two senior running backs this year um, that are both a handful. Um, in number two, MJ Curitan, and then twenty six, uh, Moise Tremble. Uh, both of those guys are dynamic with the football. And honestly, we got another tailback, uh, Brand, Junior Brandon Coleman, who's got two touch. I think he has three carries and two touchdowns on the year so uh keep giving him the yeah, ball yeah i know right like come on smart coach give him the ball more right uh, and so we like, like i said we spread in terms of our formations uh but we want to be 50 50 in terms of run pass we got a great group of wide receivers we probably got you know eight or nine wide receivers that all get in the game and play uh was able to talk uh for you metro east sports fans was able to get jordan pickett basketball player he's out playing football for us this year playing wide receiver um we got a transfer student armand vincent uh who's probably leading the wide receiver core we got a new kid uh that's just come out for us this year and and justin spears had a big touchdown catch against collinsville as well so um on the offensive side of the ball we like to spread it around get everybody involved love it um i think the kids love that too don't they well yeah i mean and again when i when i was coming up you know, when I was playing, you, you turned around and you gave the ball to your best player who was your tailback. You gave it to him about 30 times, uh, and everybody else blocked. It was great for winning football games. It wasn't necessarily as fun for kids that weren't getting involved. So, uh, you know, we try to find ways to still be successful, but, but try to get everybody involved. Maybe it's great for winning football games. Maybe. But then again, if you play somebody that does something different, then they have to prepare for yep. you differently. Yep. How does your offense compare to – the other offenses run by the other teams in the conference? More open, more spread? Uh, you know, everybody's doing stuff that's uh, – I mean, we're a little bit similar to each other. Uh, I think West is probably the one exception. West does it a little bit different now. Uh, haven't seen what Alton does now. They got a new head coach. Uh, but in terms of, you know, us, O'Fallon. Edwardsville. Edwardsville, East St. Louis. I mean, even East St. Louis, they spread it around quite a bit. Um, you know, and they're, they always have a good running back. Uh, Edwardsville, same, same way. They always have a good running back, and they try to get everybody else involved. So, we're, I mean, we're similar in that way. Um, you know, and, and, again, trying to get the best kids the most touches and, and, and keep everybody else involved and, and, and feed everybody else um, and try to be as unpredictable as possible without tricking yourself. Speaking of your schedule, so you've got Matea yep. this week, no joke. And then yep. and then it gets easy for you because then you play <laughs> East St. Louis at home. 
Hey, man, there again, we play in the Southwestern Conference, and there is no easy game. There is no easy week. Eastside, Alton, O'Fallon, Edwardsville, West, and then you've got a non-conference game, game against, against Grandin City. Yes. Yep, to finish it off. So we've been, again, just in, through scheduling, we've been fortunate enough where uh, we were able to get Collinsville. We were able to get Granite City, both teams that kind of left the conference but are still local. Um, you know, I if I had my druthers, we'd do the one – Matea Valley trip every year or one team that's a little bit far away but uh but outside of that I don't like driving eight hours to play a football game on a Friday night so and you've got teams right here that are that are solid and that want to play now we talked about the offense how about the defense what are we doing on that side yep defensively we are uh you know we we're kind of multiple in terms of what we do but basically we base out of a three three man front eye front uh again kind of Honestly, everything for us is is up front and in the middle. You know, we uh, we try to stick our best kids in the middle where they can get to everything. Uh, again, we are fortunate this year where we got two defensive ends uh, that are seniors, uh, all conference caliber type of guys that uh, have been around and played varsity football. You know, for a long time for us. So uh, those two guys are captains, OJ uh, Mosley and Anthony Cunningham uh, at defensive end for us. Again, kind of all funneling things towards the middle. Uh, where uh, Jaden Howard, who's another senior captain for us, plays middle linebacker for us. And so, um, again, we, we're we not real exotic. We're, we're not one of those teams where we're going to blitz every single down or anything crazy like that. We just try to play solid defense. You know, we try to uh, get all 11 to the hats and, 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 and team tackle and, and, uh, and get everybody involved. Again, at the end of the day, man, football is, is, is still going to be about blocking and tackling. And, and so for us uh, – we tell our kids all the time, it doesn't matter what play you call. If you're not blocking and tackling, it's not going to work. Every head coach has different roles for himself. Yeah. Some call the offensive play. Some give that to somebody else. What do you do? So I call the offense um, a little bit different role uh, this year, uh, a little bit different responsibilities just with some of the things we've done on the staff. And and, and uh, I've decided to call the plays for us this year. Um so far, I've been liking it, enjoying it, uh, but it's definitely different as the head coach. You know, my my defensive coordinator gives uh, – <laughs> both being a dean of students and now calling the plays, he gives me something every single day, kind of pokes me in the side. Hey, uh, hey, coach, can we, you know, can we get a defensive practice today? Hey, can we get – you know, can we get these guys on defense? And I'm like, nope, uh-uh, we need them on offense today, so – uh, so he he gives me he gives me a hard time every day, but yeah, no, it's it's definitely different now that I'm calling the offensive plays. What are your numbers like? Great numbers, great numbers, and 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 I think a lot of it is attributed to um, just the culture that we've started to build and and to, and to take the program in the right way. We've our numbers are higher than they ever been. We had 157, I think, um, you know, come out for football. Um, Again, similar to everywhere else around the state, you know, we were one of those teams. We were looking down like, hey, man, I don't know if we're going to have enough helmets, enough pairs of shoulder pads. Uh, fortunate, you know, fortunately enough, we did. But uh, that's a good problem to have. I mean, it's nice to hear that those are the problems that we're having now. Where You said the other teams are having that problem? Oh, same you, thing. You feel I mean, like everybody's numbers are up? For the most part. You know, O'Fallon was the same way. They were a team where, hey, coach, we don't know if we're going to have enough helmets. I mean, I think they even talked about maybe cutting kids this year. You know, I, I talked to Columbia this year. and He's mm. calling me like, hey, you guys going to have any extra helmets? Like, mm. what, what's going on? So um, it's one of those things, I think, you know, coming off of COVID, 
Uh, kids were excited to get back involved. Um, I think, and not that we're all the way over it, not that football is any more dangerous. Or I think parents are starting to realize, like, hey, your kids got just as good a chance getting hurt playing soccer or you know anything else. If they're going to get hurt, they're going to get hurt. Um, obviously, we don't want that, but um, it's nice to see those numbers back up. Yeah. This is year number four for you, which means that every single kid in that program is one of your kids. Yeah. They, you didn't inherit anybody. Yeah. So the seniors now were freshmen when you started. Yep. Is the program where you wanted it to be when you started? When you said, when you thought four years from now, here's where I want to be. Is it where you wanted it to be then? Um, no, I don't think so. But I think we're moving the right direction, right? If you ask me what I envisioned it, you know, four years ago, I don't think I had a realistic idea of what I wanted it to be, right? Uh, coming from a college program, uh, being really, I mean, I really had no other high school experience. I knew what a college program looked like. Uh, you, it just wasn't realistic in terms of what I thought practice looks like every day. Uh, Coach Funk would give me, I mean, even now he still gives me, hey, listen, man, it's not going to be what you want it to look like, you know? And so he has to remind me of that all the time. Um, the culture is getting there, you know, and, and that's the part that we can control, right? Like I, my, my wife says it all the time. and I have to remind myself all the time, hey, they are 13, 14, 15-year-old kids, right? They're not going to make all the right decisions. Um, but when they're going about their business the right way, we'll get them a lot closer to making the right decision. And uh, we are moving in that direction. Coach, always a pleasure to have you here. Hey, I appreciate it, man. I do. Go Lancers. Thank you. Thank you. Michael Harrison, Jr., go check out the Lancers on the gridiron this year and give them a call if you're having a problem with the dean of students. Hey, yeah, any issue, call the dean of students, not the football coach. Okay, we're going to talk modern-day girls volleyball. Well, there is no modern-day boys volleyball, is there? No, there is not. Okay, so we're going to talk modern-day girls volleyball in a second. And everybody loves modern-day girls volleyball with all those state championships but you know what everybody hates waiting in line at the dmv and now you don't have to go see the state certified experts at rosenthal license service for all your licensing needs including title work for cars trucks motorcycles atvs boats campers rvs and trailers located in edwardsville in the montclair shopping plaza right across from the dmv rosenthal is a local family-owned business that has been serving the Metro East for more than 80 years with fast, friendly service. And they can help you if you need a money order or a notary public. So, the next time you need to renew your stickers, save time with a quick and easy visit to my friends Francis and John and tell them I sent you at Rosenthal License Service or give them a call at 656-6163. Okay, Coach Chad Rockers, welcome to the show. Uh, thanks for having us back. And you brought a couple superstars with you. You brought Liv Lampy and Elise Strader. Welcome, ladies. Hi. Thank you for having us. And oftentimes I have guests on the show that I have never seen play. But I was lucky enough to be able to watch your ladies compete in the <clears throat> excuse me, Edwardsville tournament on Saturday. And you guys got fit? We ended up getting fit. Were you pleased with that? And obviously the finish, you want to win everything. Right. Because you're modern-day volleyball, but were you pleased with how the girls played? I was super pleased with how we played Saturday. Um, Friday, we had a blip, you know, and uh, we're young. we got things to figure out. And uh, sometimes you need a loss to help remind you how to play and how hard you got to work. 
Because when I saw you on Saturday, I said, how's the team? And you said, we're figuring some things out. So that was coach speak for we're figuring some things out, right? <laughs> right, right. What are you trying to figure out? You know, um, we had six seniors that, uh, that left the team last year, and uh, a couple of those kids were on the floor for four years straight. So when you take over those spots, you fill in those shoes, you got to find out who's who's finishing the ball for you now, who's, who's digging the ball for you now, who's who's going to be those kids that step up into those major roles and and handle the, the big time. And um, I think we're slowly starting to, to get there. I think one of the girls who digs things out for you is Liv. That's true. Is that what I saw? That's true. See, I'm, I'm not a volleyball aficionado, but that's what I saw. Liv, explain your position. So I am a libero which means that I try to take every ball that I can and pass every ball that I have to. And I'm just balls to wall all the time, making sure that nothing hits the floor. Also making sure I control the court, the back row, make sure everything's on lock, on positive. Just making sure that everyone's on the same point and that point is to win. Elise, your position? My position is middle. And my main job is to block and be on the block every time to make sure to help my back row out in any way, shape, or form that I need to. And what year are you girls, Liv? I'm a senior this year. I'm a junior. Okay, very good. And are you the emotional leader, Liv? You said that, you said that it's my job to make sure everything is on point emotionally. Are you the, are you the emotional catalyst for this team? Yes, I just try to make sure everybody stays positive throughout the whole game. Man, are we positive. I watch the game, <laughs> and we cheer, like, all the time. Like, is that just part of volleyball? That's one thing I'm not used to is, like, we win a point, or the other team even calls timeout, and we celebrate. Yep. That's just volleyball? All teams do that? It's a – not all teams do that, but good teams do that. Um, teams that are together, teams that get it do that um now i mean not everybody's that kind of kid you're gonna run into teams that are just like we're not cheerleaders and that's okay too you know they don't have to be but um sometimes you have the ones that are just super serious man they get that ball and they get it back to their server and let's go you know and they're already looking across that's fine too i think it's more emotional than people give it credit for oh for sure and so when you're doing those cheers and you're coming together that is part of emotional stability. And that's something that you're teaching in practice. Right. Well, we, we don't want to, I tell them all the time, we don't, want to ride, we don't want to ride the roller coaster of emotions. We want to stay in a nice, happy place, you know. And that way we can, we can have our downs, we can have our times where we've got to lick our wounds, and that's okay. We come together for that too, you know. Um, but there's nothing wrong with celebrating something great. You know, like at least put a couple of balls down this weekend that were just crushed st it stupid right just sick and of course the girls are going to lose their minds but one of the things and i'm going to brag on elise for this is as soon as she rips a ball to the floor the first thing she does is put it to her setter and that's a big deal john wooden like oh very much so and you teaching that too well, i don't know i don't know if i I think that's an Elise on her own. I mean, that's what I want him to do. Right. I mean, I don't think I never said Elise point to your setter. Gotcha. You know? No, she just naturally did it. And I'm like, I remember going to the bench and talking to my assistants going, look at her. Is this team more emotional than most of your other teams on par? Too early to tell? Maybe. 
but I think we're we're bigger celebrators than uh, the past, which I think is it's just who you know. Every team's different. Every team's different. You got to let them be who they are. Um, I I love the celebration stuff because I'm a celebrator. You know, there's a big ball goes down. I'm a big leg kick guy, and I'm gonna work with everybody else um, because if, if something's awesome, yeah. it deserves to be celebrated. And uh, and I get just as as excited about it as they do. Um, you know, I'm not running on the court and doing anything crazy like that. But um, you know, I, I like. I bet where, you I run like, on the court like a couple where, times. Uh, is that against the rules? You get in trouble for that? Like, is, they I mean, te- is there a technical in volleyball? There isn't. Have you ever gotten one? <laughs> I get, well, I guess if there is a technical, I got one this weekend. Um, you did? Oh, sure. Yeah. Well, what happened? Well, we were playing that, that game that we didn't play as well as on Friday. we had on Friday night. Against whom? Uh, it was against Columbia. But this is not Columbia's fault. Um, the reason for my yellow card was I was arguing with an official about a rule that they didn't get right. And so that was the issue. And uh, so you got a card for it. Yeah, I deserved it. And it was okay. Maybe you didn't say it like you like they wanted you to. Was that the issue? Maybe you were a little bit more demonstrative than they wanted you to be. Is that I, fair? I think it was a little too I'm right in your face. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Well, Whether, you know, instead of just going it's okay. I'm yeah. okay with you being wrong because I'm not. You know. I don't blame you. All right. So I saw Columbia play. I saw Columbia play Edwardsville, and they're good. They're very. They're a very good team, also. But let's get to you. Liv. How would you describe this team this year? Um, I definitely say that the one thing that teams are going to point out most is that we're young. Having three seniors is definitely a challenge coming from last year when you have six, and the year before that when you have like six or seven. Um, but I am excited for this year, mostly because people haven't seen the talent that we're bringing onto the floor. Like, we're new. People aren't going to expect, like, oh, who's this new outside? Who's this new middle? Who's this new setter, especially, coming to high school this year? So, personally, I think I'm really excited, and I think our whole entire team can say so, too. What's it like playing with your sister? Um, It's a lot of fun. We definitely goof off a lot on the court. And we have a lot of fun just being able to play by each other. It's definitely something that my dad is excited about, too. Did you, did you guys play together last year also? Were you both on the varsity team at Modern Day? There were times, yeah, whenever we'd both play by each other. Whenever, like, our libero would be out or, like, there would be times when we had someone else out. All right. Yeah. Let's throw it over to Elise. Elise, what's it like playing with the Lampy sisters? Are they driving you crazy? Oh, no, I love it. They're... One of my biggest cheerleaders, I can always hear them after I get a kill or do anything well. I love it. I think I saw you pound a couple balls down to the floor like Coach said. I noticed you had a couple really, really big hitters. And I also noticed that you had an exceptionally uh, tall girl right in the middle. Mm -hmm. I mean, was she the tallest girl in the tournament? Oh, for sure. And how tall is she? And what's her name? Uh, Alyssa Kirkenmeyer. We call her Kirk. Okay. Um, And she's 6'5". Is she a game changer? Oh, for sure. Because I noticed you have her out there, and she's not just tall. She's good. She moves well. She jumps well. I, I just kept thinking, man, that girl would be an awesome doubles player in tennis because I'm thinking like a tennis coach. Right. But have you had a girl that tall before? No. 
tallest we've ever had in the program history. And does that change how you play? Does that does that enable you to do some different things defensively, perhaps? Oh, for sure. I mean, it it well, it forces the offense to change what they're doing. You know, when you've got that big of a block on the other side, um, and I've got her right next to uh, Emma Johnson, who's a six-two outside. So when that block is together, that's that's a that's a big block to get around. Yeah. Um, so it just means that we've got to be we've got to be a great tip team. We've got to be able to handle anything that they're going to throw across to get around that block. So one of the things we practice today. How many girls came out for volleyball this year at Modern Day? Hmm. Did you have to cut anybody? Yes. I mean, I've, I don't. I don't. I've never not had to. Really? Cut. Okay. I've I haven't had to cut girls in in forever. And and one of the things that I noticed is as we got better, fewer kids came out. But it seems like the opposite is is happening for you. You guys you guys have established, but you've had a reputation there with seven state championships right. over the course of your career, um, over the course of the school, one for you, six for your dad. I think people expect modern-day volleyball to be good. It doesn't seem like you have rebuilding years per se. It just seems like, oh, well, we graduated six last year. We've got three this year. We've got to have three more next year. You're always just replacing them with more good girls. How are you able to do that? I think a part of it is, well, one, obviously, is that the grade school programs are really strong in our area. And uh, a lot of the coaches that run those grade school programs are former players from Notre Dame or Central or, you know, somebody that knows what they're talking about. That's one thing. But two, within our program, it's important to me that our older kids, our upperclassmen, take care of our younger ones when they come in. You know, like, um, I don't know how many kids. How many kids do you bring home every day, Liv? Um, usually... I mean, including your sister. Usually only Addie, but I'll bring home, like, a few sophomores sometimes. And then also on, like, football games and stuff like that. Just making sure that they get home, too. Right. So, I mean, I want my upperclassmen to take care of my upperclassmen as they come through. You know, it's uh, a part of being a part of the modern-day family. That volleyball family has got to be tight. And um, it's important to me that they see that they care about each other so that all of those things can those transitions can happen and it can happen flawlessly i was impressed with central too to be honest with you you know i think as an outsider i started thinking well all the good volleyball players and breeze go to modern day well honestly central was really good too i mean that was a really good battle and their team is strong oh yeah what's it mean to you to beat them though i mean a lot of people try to make those games bigger than they are um to me, it's it's important that we play well. Um, had we lost that game, it wouldn't have, wouldn't have crushed our souls, you know. But um, Central's good. We had their coach on the show last year too. They're always good. Yeah. They, they've been good for years and years too. I mean, Is it fair to say that that volleyball's a big deal in Breeze? Maybe oh, bigger deal than some other places. I'd say it's a bigger deal in Breeze than any other places. Um, it's just, I think these girls grow up with the idea that they're going to wear one of those jerseys. And, and then it's about pushing to make sure that they get one. And it's not easy to get no matter which school you go to. Right. Elise, how old were you when you knew you wanted to be a modern-day volleyball player? Um, 
I think I was 12, which was when I first started playing volleyball. Wow, I think you started kind of late then, compared yeah. to a lot of girls. What were you playing up to that point? Anything? Nothing. Really? Mm-hmm. So at 12 years old, you pick up volleyball. Yeah. And had you lived in Breeze your entire life? I live in Aviston. Okay. And that's where I've been, right? Or where, where have I been? I've been to Popeye's. St. Rose. Because last time I had you on the show, and every time I've had somebody from Breeze on the show, I've always said, I've never been there. They don't have tennis, and they, I, just, I, haven't had a, I just haven't been there. But I always said that I wanted to go. Had a great time at Popeye's. Lovely town. And that's St. Rose? Yeah. Hmm. So, where's, so I didn't drive through Breeze to get there? You wouldn't have needed to, no. Shoot. So I've still never been to Breeze? Yep. Sorry. All right. Liv, how old were you when you knew you wanted to play volleyball at Modern Day? Um, really young, considering I already knew I was going to go to Modern Day. Um, is, this, is this a legacy thing for your family where, like, your mom, dad went to Modern Day, that kind of thing? Yeah, the Lampy name is pretty big in Modern Day. And I've known that I wanted to play volleyball there since my older cousin, Audrey. I saw her pick up a volleyball, and I was like, yeah, I want to do this too. Cool. You girls play any other sports at Modern Day? No. Okay. What's it like to play for Coach Rockers? It's a lot of fun. Um, not only do we have a lot of fun on the court, but outside of the court too. Like on our way back home, just like jamming out to music no matter what happens. And then he lets us just goof off and practice, but while making sure we stay serious about what we're doing. I agree with everything she said. It's a lot of fun. How do you, do you intentionally make it fun on and off the court, or do you just let it go? I, you know, personally, I'm, I'm a much more, when it comes to volleyball, I'm, I'm pretty serious. Outside of volleyball, I'm, I'm as goofy as they come. Um, but it's more important, when I see them having a good time, I'm not shutting that down, you know, unless it's absolutely at the wrong time. You know, <laughs> like during you know, a game, like we're doing, you know, we're, we just you know, did something awful and we're laughing about it. That ain't going to be okay. You know, but, you know, we're in, we're in mid celebration, you know, and the girls are doing some kind of goofy, it doesn't matter what it is. You know, like, I don't know what this is all about, but it's awesome. I love it because the girls are into it and they're, and they're celebrating the way they want to celebrate and it makes me laugh, makes me smile. And if I'm smiling, things are going well, you know. Because during a game, I'm pretty focused, pretty really uber focused. And because uh, I'm thinking about not only the play that's happening right now, I'm thinking about the future play. I'm thinking about the next, you know, when this next girl comes in and how we're going to run this, blah, 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 blah. Trying to get ahead of everything. And, uh, you know, as I'm thinking through those things and then some big celebration happens, if they can break me, that's good. That's a great thing. If they can make you laugh. All right, what's it like coaching uh, senior Liv Lampy? Fantastic. Um, she had to fight to get the jersey that she's wearing, and from the get-go, there was no doubt in her mind that that's, that was going to happen. And actually one day she came up to me and told me, you know, this is what's going to happen, Coach. I just want you to know. And uh, you know, I'm like, okay. It was great. Good luck with that, you know. So she initiated the conversation that told you her vision? Oh, yeah. And you were like, prove it? Yep. That's right. Okay. And that's your job. That's not, that's, and the job's not done. 
you know, she's got to keep doing that job. She's got to keep proving that. What else was part of that vision, Liv? Um, I mean, I've always had the vision to play libero for modern day. And I've had a few hiccups in the way my past few years, especially after what happened my junior year in summer. But I overcame all that mentally and physically, and now I'm back and better than ever. Gee, uh, last year we were at uh, my, my sister does our team camp. And um, it was during camp, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So my sister, um, my older sister, was the coach at. USC Upstate in South Carolina for 23 years. And uh, she's no longer coaching, but she still does club stuff and things like that. And she always comes up and does our camp. Um, last year when she came up, it was the first day of camp, and Liv just passed out. Oh, really? I'm like right in the middle of everything. And uh, so we had to take her to the hospital, to the ER. And, uh, I mean, Liv could, Liv could speak to the rest. Um. I was diagnosed with walking pneumonia, hemolytic anemia, which basically meant that my blood cells were being destroyed at quicker rates than they could be produced. So I was like, I guess like the easier way to say that is I was slowly losing blood out of my body. And it took a toll on me physically. Like it was hard to walk and it was like hard for me to just get to one place from another. And considering I was playing volleyball, like it wasn't just like a thing that happened just like that. It was over the course of the summer, and it was, like, slowly tearing my body apart until, like, it finally just shut down. Must have been frightening. Were you there? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was very scary. Um, You know, but we all surrounded her and did what we could for her at the moment. And then, um, you know, and then throughout, as, as she was working her way back, you know, her energy wasn't where she wanted it to be, obviously. Um... And so we had to just keep giving her time, you know, like, and have. You know, I had to talk to her about understanding that you got to listen to your body, and, you know, because I can't, I can't feel what you feel. You got to be honest with me so that we can make sure we take care of you. Volleyball is secondary to your health, you know, but these girls want it so bad that they push themselves so hard that, uh, you know, I know a lot of them would go, nope. The hell with my body. I'm gonna. I'm be on that court. You know. Well, it didn't stop Liv from being on the floor, but we did make sure to be careful with her throughout. Tough story. I had a girl collapse one time on on the court. It's it's a, it's a very it's a very um, surreal and frightening thing. Mm-hmm. All right. I want to talk to you about the rest of this season, your expectations, and what you're working on, that kind of stuff. But first, I want to thank partner Cassin's. Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, and Ram, the number one place to purchase a vehicle in the Metro East. If you're in the market for a new or a pre-owned car, check out Kassen's inventory in person where they've been for 25 years or online at Kassen's.com. Kassen's has earned the highest ratings for customer service. Their expert staff is committed to making your car buying experience enjoyable, including convenient on-site financing. I've purchased four vehicles there and I will not buy a car anyplace else. With over 80 years of experience in the Metro East, Cassens is the clear-cut leader for quality, service, and customer satisfaction. Go see Steve, Cliff, Holly, Greg, Bob, Mike, or Trent today. What's up next for the Knights? What do you say, Lady Knights? Lady Knights. Lady Knights. Yes. Okay. Um, well, I mean, you know, we got to 
ton of season ahead of us. You know, we're uh, right. We're just early in the season, week right. number three or so. Yeah. So uh, I think seven and one right now is our record. You know, we normally play about if if we get to state forty two ish games. So right at the beginning, you know, like I said, we're still figuring it out, just uh, day by day, trying to get better, and that's that's the goal. Every day, get a little bit better. A little stronger. Feel good about where you are, though. I know you're figuring things out, but you know you've done this how many years now? Uh, from modern day, I think this is my 11th or 12th year um, as head coach, but like 15, 16 years at modern day coaching, and uh, five years before that at the grade school level, so 20 years. And remind our listeners, you're a teacher in the ele- in the elementary school district, right? Right. Science or fifth grade was it? I did I did science for twenty years. I just switched to PE this year. Okay, looking forward to that. Oh man, it's been great. No more grading papers. No more grading papers. Yeah, as an English teacher, I I always admire that about our our friends in the PE department. Anything anything stand out about this team this year? There's a lot of things that stand out about this team, um, and I think they're they're all positive things. You know, there's there's so much. I, I see already. A closeness with this group that I think is special, and I see, you know, like they're they're a little like multi. I see all this. There's a little group here, and there's a little group here, and there's a little group here, but they're all together as one. Um, but they they run like this. This little group hangs. This little group hangs. This little group hangs. I think, based on what I see, and um, but. But they work so well together. Uh, I think one of the one of the things that that we do also with the program is at the beginning of the year we do a retreat and we spend about twelve hours in a row together uh, and doing you know all kinds of little things and talking about you know the mental side of of the game and all the stuff that that matters outside of the you know their families and you know just you know, in general, being good people, understanding what it means to do what's right, you know, all those things, and and helping them to understand that there's so much more, you know, and talking about going through the hard times, like, you know, my father's death, my mother's death, you know, all those things, and letting them share things that they've gone through so that they see and they look into each other's eyes and they go, wow, okay, I feel that. Here's what I've felt in my life, you know things that are going to help to bring them together and help them understand that we're all, we all go through stuff. You know, we all have our battles, right? And now I want us to battle together. Where is the retreat? We do it in modern day. That's not the lock-in. I've, I've seen the lock-in on, on Facebook or no, the that's a, Twitter or something like that, like for freshmen. Just for the freshmen. It's okay. Ours is the next day. So the next day you have them at school for 12 hours mm-hmm. just talking. Group building activities. We have former players come in, give speeches, stuff like that. Starts at what time? 10 a.m. To 10 p.m. Wow, that's intense. Did you start that? Yeah. You feel like it makes a big difference? I love it. And I know the girls have told me, the former girls that have played for me before, I always ask my seniors as they leave. You know, as I talk to my other players, postseason evals, I get a hold of my seniors, and I'm like, what can I do better? I want to know 
what are some things that maybe we should stop doing? What are some things that we need to do better? What are some things that we need to never stop? And the retreat is something that they And that's what they've told me. I don't know. You have to ask that. It's a cool concept. <clears throat> I never thought about it like that. But I think I, there are other programs that do similar things. I know our football team has done something similar to that as well. But how important do you girls think that that retreat is to your overall team building and team chemistry? Uh, it's very important, I think. Uh, I haven't done it since my freshman year because of COVID. And it's something that I really looked forward to throughout the summer because it really is just a special retreat. It definitely helped our team closeness and really helped me to be comfortable around the others. Cool. Where are we going this season, Coach? What are your, what are your big goals? Obviously, if you're playing volleyball at modern day, you want to win state. You've done it before. That's always the top of the list. What are the other parts of your vision for this season? Well, I mean, obviously, the and we all understand the goals. You know, like every one of the girls understands these are our goals. Our goals are to get to state, you know, and then be the best that we can be when we get there. If that gets us a, the first-place trophy, awesome. If it gets a second-place trophy, that's still awesome. So we have to remember that that's awesome, you know. Um, but goals for the year are all about growth, all about understanding that we're going to progress, we're going to take our steps back, and we have to read and understand we all make mistakes, mistakes are going to happen, and we got to learn from them. And as long as we learn from them, we're going to grow, we're going to get better, we're going to get better every day. And each day in practice, and I felt like we, we did a practice today where we needed to take a step back. It's okay to take steps back, but we have to remember that when we take those steps back, those are reminders of this is, this is stuff that we're overlooking, details that we're looking past. And when we, when we do that, you know, it'll, it'll cause problems in our spots, other positions. So, um, I mean, goals for the year to do, to make sure that we grow throughout the year so that we are dangerous from everywhere you know i want every single girl that's on that floor that when they walk on that floor they're like oh, her again you know every one of my kids and i want that to be the feeling that the other team says when they go on that floor and that server's back up that attacker's back oh you know? and if we can make that happen we're bound to be great when i finally have that coach's clinic that I've always thought, I've always had in my mind having a Metro East coaches clinic. You'll be one of the guys that I, that I invite first to come talk to the coaches. I think your retreat idea is fantastic and your growth mindset and your goals and your rapport with your players. All that stuff is exemplary. I don't care that you got a yellow card in your first big tournament of the year, coach. I'm going to look past that. Chad Rockers, Elise Strader, Liv Lampy, thanks so much for coming. I want to hear you guys, I want to hear from you guys again at the end of the season come back and we'll talk about how it all went i appreciate you making the the long trip and i gotta get to breeze i thought popeyes was in breeze but i guess i'm dumb i don't know and for partners cassins chrysler dodge jeep and ram callaway home loans keller williams marquee jeb and ginger blasting game integrity spine and joint center front office fiduciary network oakbrook golf club and rosenthal license and title services our engineer everett hicks thank you for listening to the metro east sports podcast talking all things sports in the Metro East.